warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there, spooksters, and welcome back to another Vital Conversations. And today we are being joined by, I want to say like we've been like podcast friends with Shelby for like a long time like a long time a A long long time time. if you don't know this is shelby from scary to sleep and she's going to join us today so can you give us a little background on your podcast yeah for sure my show is scary to sleep it's mostly horror fiction where i am the solo host it's a lot of audio drama out there has a lot of different voice actors and it's beautifully done, but I kind of do this like I'm reading you a bedtime story by myself and I do a lot of mostly horror fiction, like I said, but it's a little eclectic. I also have some true stories, like true paranormal stories that are sent in by my listeners. I also do the series called Dark Reddit, where I read basically like dark stories that have come out of Reddit and, you know, things that ended up being true, like the Jason, the infamous Jason in Hell story, which if you guys haven't covered on here, I highly recommend it because that just because like I'm already for- writing it. <laughs> yep. It, it's, it, I think you guys would have um, have a blast. And I do these things called guided nightmares where it's like a guided meditation, but you die at the end and I'm your guide. So <laughs> I love I like it. That. I love it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's so funny because I was thinking earlier today, I was like, I was talking to my wife and telling her and I was like, yeah, I actually, I'm pretty sure I started listening to scare you to sleep before our podcast even started. Cause I remember what house I lit. Like, this is so weird. Cause I have such a bad memory. I remember like listening. It was a really, really like early episode. I'm trying to think. It was like like a bayou or a swamp oh, that was or something. The first like two that. episodes. So yeah, it, literally. So I was yeah. like, damn, this is crazy. Like how long we've known each other at this point. Well, that's and a, I, I always watched your guys' success so and everything, and I remember when your show started because it did start a little after yeah. mine, and I remember yeah. it starting. I remember. You guys, you know, like putting out feelers and being like, come listen to our show. And I remember that and seeing you guys grow and seeing each other grow. It's been so much fun. Like, I just absolutely love it. It's like we all kind of started freshman year together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yes. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. Every time you hit like this big milestone, like Tara and I are like in the corner, like, oh, my God, did you see what happened to Shelby today? Like, this is amazing. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it's secret it's, hype, secret. I know it's I wild know. that we haven't done anything together since 
this whole time. I just, I think it's because we're so in each other's spheres and we're such cheerleaders for each other. It didn't, Mm. it doesn't even, I don't know. It's just, we don't even think about it because I don't even think of you guys as like someone to market with, like to to do networking and things because you're, you're my pod buddies. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That's like when we started this whole concept of vital conversations, we're like, well, we should start with the people we know and like our friends because Mm You know, we want all our listeners to love the same people we listen to. Yeah, so, you know, that's awesome. You know. I want to say this before because keeps keep talking about it. There have been <laughs> like at least twice in our history where like either I will have been at Disneyland and then like the next week you go or vice versa. <laughs> where that's I'm like, so Tara, Shelby was just a di- like one time it was like a day. It literally was oh like, yes, God. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I literally like got home, was like sitting down and you posted a picture with your family at like yeah. the, at Storytellers. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I was just there. That's so <laughs> funny. Oh my God. And that shows how good of friends we all are because uh, I don't post pictures of my family on any of my public stuff anymore. So like. You guys, you guys yeah. get the insider, the insider photos. <laughs> yeah, um, <yes. laughs> yeah it's, it's so funny, too. I was just listening to an episode where you, Jessica, you were talking about you guys were well, you were both talking about like mean Facebook groups. And you were talking about being in a Disney Facebook group and how you asked a question and everyone was mean to you. It's from like yes. a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, I can relate to that so hard. Like Disney groups sometimes are so weirdly brutal. And like, I love watching Disney vloggers. Like I, it's like a passion yeah. of mine, especially the mm-hmm. smaller ones, the smaller the channel I can find, the yes. better it is. I just, I don't know, something about I it. There's, I, I, the, the Disney phenomenon is, is. I mean, it's already being studied. It's but it's so fascinating to me. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Now I asked because my CEO was taking his family on vacation, mm-hmm. and I don't have like of like children. So yeah, like, what would be good for like teenage age? And they were like, tell him to do his own research. I was like, Jesus, like he knows I'm a Disney adult. Like <laughs> yeah, like firsthand source. Okay, this is like my favorite question to ask everybody who likes spooky and horror and all of that. What mm-hmm. got you into? It's like multifaceted. Sorry, sure. what got <laughs> what got you into it? Like a consumer, and then also for writing and all of that. So as a consumer, is a really young age. I mean, my my mom's really into horror. She got me into like, you know, watching like Poltergeist. And she bought me a set of books that were like Edgar Allan Poe and stuff when I was a really young kid. And my family's really into the paranormal. My Especially my mom's side of the family. A lot of them are very sensitive and they have all their own stories that are wild. So just from a young age, kind of horror and the paranormal were around. In fact, I didn't really see like slasher movies until I was older because it was mostly focused on like ghost movies, you know, ghost centric type stuff. And I wanted to be a writer from again, a really young age. And I have this really vivid memory of I wrote this like pirate story when I was in like the first or second grade. And my mom was like, I really want that story to save because I think this is going to be like something we would want to have for you when you grow up. It's like she knew or something that I would Aww. become mm-hmm. a writer. And I remember going to school and my teacher was like, oh, I threw those all away. <laughs> and like, <gasps> I, I don't know why it's such a core memory of mine. I, mm. I don't know if it's just the first time I was like, I like writing and I'm sad that now yeah. this story I wrote is gone forever. And, you know, you're in the first or second grade. I, I didn't remember the story. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I, yeah, from that young, but then I didn't start writing horror until probably like high school. 
but it was definitely not what I write these days. It was definitely very Anne Rice centric. Like I had this whole series I was writing about these like (laughs) beautiful immortals and I would listen to Evanescence and like, it was, you know, it was like horror, but it was mostly like, yeah, like, and this was before the (laughs) Twilight era. I'm older than the Twilight Mm -hmm. era, but it was, Anne Rice was doing that you know, since the 70s, the beautiful vampires. And like, Mm -hmm. I was doing this, like, I didn't want to do vampires, though. So it was like these immortals. And they would like, there was like murder and like ghosts and things. But it wasn't (laughs) until, yeah, it wasn't until later after that, that I was getting into the more the horror that you hear on the show, you will definitely not be hearing any of that type of thing on my show for (laughs) me anyway. So (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, I love that. (laughs) Do you feel like the world loves that kind of stuff, though? Oh, for sure. I still mm-hmm. do, too. I still love it. I love it. Just like, I remember writing. <laughs> like one of those the wheels weird, turning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, like, writing is such an important thing. And that fundamental, like you're talking about being a core memory. Mm-hmm. And it's probably a lot more core memory because at the end of the story was we didn't get to keep the, the story. Like we didn't yeah. get to keep because I had something happen to me in like like fourth, fourth or fifth grade where my teacher basically said I plagiarized a story <gasps> because it was too good. I had that happen in high school a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm just a good writer. They're like, no, you're not. And I'm like, no, my mom had to get involved. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I had that happen a couple times, especially like they would get me on like when I'd use like, you know, $5 words because I definitely would use a thesaurus because I wanted to sound as smart as possible. But it was like they forgot that a thesaurus can exist or that someone can be pretty well read even for, you know, how whatever age I was. And they it would always be like some word. And they're like, you didn't write this sentence like they did though i'm not that good at the internet i i can't play drives <laughs> yeah we didn't have chat at pt so, exactly so, like, oh we, my God. Like, we went out there plagiarizing shit mm-hmm. um <laughs> which is it's crazy my my friend's son is a junior in college like my coworker, and mm. they have to like sign an agreement that they won't use that when they're Whoa, doing their work damn. And i hadn't even really expelled. considered the fact that chat gpt is going to be difficult for teachers yeah, yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, I mean, it's not perfect yet. Like, I have this other show called Historic Hangouts I do with my husband, and he had, as an experiment, had ChatGPT write this like part of this like story. We were doing um it, the famous inn in in uh <laughs> in Tombstone. I'm it's like slipping my mind right now. So we were doing that, and like it wrote this like epic western of these two people and like it was so just ridiculously like theatrical that it was just like okay i think that it's not really there yet it doesn't quite talk Mm -hmm. like people yet so Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) but like how we write like academically doesn't sound like people that's true true And so it writes academically. So, Mm -hmm. so tell us about your podcasting journal journey, not journal journey, because I don't have a journal, but you're like, like, no, not me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Cause it has been like an epic journey. It's been wild. Um, I mean, when I first started, it was, you know, I don't, I didn't have any podcasting connections or anything. I, just kind of started because I mostly just wanted to get my short stories out there. I tried to send it to a few places and people, these other audio dramas weren't biting, which is totally fine. That's their prerogative, especially now that I've been doing this for so long. And like some stories just don't work for certain shows. But um, I was like, I think these are good though. So I decided to start my own podcast. I'd been wanting to do a podcast for a while because I loved podcasts. And I'd also had a few friends talk about how they love listening to podcasts to go to sleep to. But 
most podcasts, especially at the time, there's a lot more now, but at the time, Mm -hmm. there just wasn't really ones that you could really sleep to. Someone would either, especially for horror, it would be like a loud scream or a sound effect or Mm -hmm. for even regular shows, someone would laugh really loud or exclaim, you know, and that's all fun when you're trying not trying to sleep. And so I just got this idea of like, what if I, I'm not, I, I, at the time I didn't, I had never done any sort of like hosting or anything. So I was like, well, what if I just read these in just kind of like my voice and people can go to sleep to them and I'll put little sound effects, but like nothing that's like intrusive and they can get this little horror story and then go to sleep to it. And my original uh, episodes were much shorter as well. And from there, I had a few people or I... I kind of blew up overnight after my second episode because I was featured on the Apple podcast New and Noteworthy, which I didn't know about because I am an Android user. (laughs) And so I had my like, I forgot who someone I might have been my husband because he has an iPhone, but someone was like, you're on the front page of Apple today because I saw my numbers. I literally I was with Audio Boom at the time. I emailed them because I was like, hey, something's broken because my numbers are like, I should be getting like 20 downloads or 20 listens, not 2000. I think that something's wrong with my analytics. I was literally like emailing them being like, hey, something's (laughs) broken because I'm getting too many listens. And my biggest concern, this is so like, oh my God, it's so embarrassing. But at the time, like, you know, and all, all these places work so differently now. But at the time it was like, once you start hitting a certain amount of listens, that's amount of data. So you have to start paying more. And like, that's kind of how audio boom worked at the time. But you hit the, these numbers, then like your uh, monthly cost went up or something like that. And I was so broke at the time, like beyond broke. I had like six roommates and I was so broke. So that was my big concern. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. If you're this, these numbers clearly aren't right. And I don't want to get charged an extra $3 this month. And so I reached out to them and then they were like, oh no, you're featured on Apple. How do you not know this? And I was like, no one tells you. No one like emails Mm -hmm. you and says, hey, you're an Apple podcast today. Like we're featuring you. And I still to this day don't really know. I guess it was just someone there who heard the show and just liked it. I don't know. It was it was really it was amazing. It was a huge feeling and it was crazy. And from there, Audio Boom was like, oh, no, this is a good thing. And you don't have to pay to be hosted anymore because your show is now we're going to start putting ads on your show, which was another I sounded so green because I was like, well, I I don't know how that works. You know, I just didn't know how anything worked. And Mm -hmm. that's one reason I try to I try to I I can't get to everyone. But when people reach out for advice on like starting podcasts and things, I Mm -hmm. try to I try to like give them advice and try to like be there for them because at that time I had no one. I didn't know anyone who did podcasts. And so Mm-mm. from there, it was just, it just kept growing. It kept growing. And then I was Spotify exclusive for a little while. I was actually a Spotify employee. And that was a whole thing. Um, one of those things where it's like, you know, I'm glad I did it. Glad I'm not doing it anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm glad I did it. And now I'm with Bloody FM, which is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. And I'm so happy. And now I'm show running and directing other shows and getting to be involved in other projects. And so that's my journey in a nutshell. You know, there, there are a lot more ups and downs on the, in the in-betweens. The but, you know, someday maybe I'll write a memoir. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Love that. That's so cool because it's like you get to continue your passion project, so to speak, what it started out as. And then it just it's shifted into a whole career. And I was thinking even to like the resources that are out now for podcasting. Yes. Oh my God. 
God, I wish we freaking had. Oh, I know. It was so right. bad. Yeah. There was we were nothing. trying to Google, look yeah. on YouTube. I joke with my audience all the time because I'm like, the first like three episodes, I'm talking into the wrong side of my microphone. Like I didn't even know that the microphone had a side I was supposed to be speaking into. Oh, no. And there's just that, which is another reason I look back. And I'm like, why did someone at Apple want to put this <laughs> in it? <laughs> like the old episodes <laughs> to me are so horrendous but um yeah there's just so many resources now i mean there are no newsletters and there are articles on like how to market your po- that was one thing mm-hmm. we would at least when we were all starting you could at least look up how to do a microphone and edit but there yeah. were definitely not articles on like right. how to market yourself and how to network no. like what is a promo swap what does cpm mean what is my podcast worth? What do I ask for from advertisers? You know, that was all mm-hmm. so confusing. And I definitely didn't get my worth a few times, but I just had to learn. I had to learn it the hard way, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. There's a there's a lot of us that cut our teeth so that new podcasts can run so <laughs> <Right>. well. <laughs> I know. My, yeah. <laughs> one, of my, uh, one of my friends, her daughter wanted to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like talking about like I met with her and I was like talking about my journey with it. Mm-hmm. and she's like yeah but like just like flips her phone around but like this this and this and i was like well that wasn't there when i was <laughs> yeah, you know wasn't there sorry yeah. yeah i was like you were still in elementary school when i started a podcast <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh i know as the years go on it's just wild i'm like oh my god this it's like those were the old days <laughs> those were the old days yeah. uh and it's so funny at the time i was my job my real life job at the time i was a background actor which is an extra and i did it so i could have more flexible of a schedule to become a writer which is what i really mm-hmm. wanted to be i remember like i have this vivid memory i just rewatched the show veep i don't know if you guys have watched veep but i just rewatched it mm-hmm. and i got to this episode and i remembered vividly i first of all i saw myself in the episode and i was like it like all came crashing back I remember sitting at that day it was like a 17 hour day it was brutal being an extra sucks uh it's 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 difficult I was sitting at this like we were taking a snack break or whatever and I was eating some fucking like stale donut and I got an email and it was my first like actual well-paid ad I was getting and I remember just like staring at my phone And like the people who were around me just like turning to white noise and like I couldn't hear what they were saying anymore. And I was like, I can do this. Like this could be a thing. Like it was my first moment where I was like, I don't have to be a background actor for the rest of my life. Like I don't have to be a blur behind the movie stars anymore. And I can do a thing for myself. And it was this really great moment. And like I said, I was just randomly rewatching that show. And I'd totally forgotten about that until I like saw myself. And I was like, that was the day that was the day that I realized like, oh, this is like a thing I can do. Like, this is really something I can make into a career. Like, who knew? Because at the time, there were only a handful of people who could really have a career from podcasting, you know? So Mm -hmm. and now it's, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's gotten gotten its ups and downs, because we were also all there. When celebrities started doing their own podcast, which ah, was yes. disheartening to say <laughs> the, the worst. Least. It was like love hate. It's like yeah. it is the worst, but like the ones you're interested in, you want to go listen to them. So and you're like, God damn it, I'm the problem. It was so obvious. It was like, of course they're doing podcasts. Like, of course, this makes sense 
business-wise, yes, this makes all the sense. But podcasting up until that point had felt so like for the people. It wasn't the right. celebrities, you know? More it, underground. Were, yeah. yeah, it was more underground. And it had its own celebrities that weren't part of the, you know, Hollywood elite. And mm-hmm. it felt so different. And that's another thing, newer people coming up. To be fair, like, not to like discourage anyone, but we didn't have that type of competition at the time. We did not have... True. A-list celebrities as competition at the time. So there was Mm -mm. a little bit of a different way to eke out your little like corner of the world. I definitely think the pandemic really brought out that like in droves. Like I feel like 2020, 2021, there were Mm -hmm. so many celebrity pop-up ones. Yep. And like for me... There's very few shows I can listen to now because one, I have a hard time listening to other true crime podcasts because then I get like imposter syndrome. I, I feel that. Like, so I don't listen like, to a lot of horror fiction. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're like, Jesus, like they did that so well. Like, oh, I totally missed that. Like, what am I even uh, doing with my life? I'm just going <laughs> to quit. I should just quit. Yeah. So <laughs> when I listen to podcasts, I like basically listen to celebrity podcasts. Yeah. And I, yeah. I love like the rewatched ones because they're just talking about a show that I've already watched. And yeah. like, you know, yeah, I definitely I listen to a couple rewatch ones. So like just for sure. <laughs> just but yeah, but I can't think about like. Or it's hard to think about the fact that like if you were starting a podcast today, like mm-hmm. your audience is so different. Yeah. And it's just mm-hmm. there's so much more to consume. And and I think that's like how a lot of people got big really fast back in the days because there wasn't mm. yeah. as much. Definitely. And mm-hmm. you know, the one thing I tell people when they're like, I want to start a podcast, I was like, Do you want to have a life? And they're like, <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, don't because do. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. I've had a few people who have emailed me and they're like, I want to start a podcast. A lot of people think it's really easy and Mm. not that it's the hardest job in the world. I mean, (laughs) it's not, but it's still a lot of work and it's a lot of time. Mm. And I've had, I've had quite a few people who've emailed me, especially when before when I was able to answer more emails and they'd be like, what do I do to start a podcast? And I'd be like, here's a list. And I had like a list of like what you need and like what you, you know, need to do and like what you need to research and this and that. And several of them were like, never mind, never mind. I didn't realize you do all that. And I thought you just like bought a microphone off Amazon and then talked and then that was it. Like a lot of people don't even consider like the editing part. <laughs> like right. they think right. you literally mm-hmm. just talk and then and you throw it up there. <laughs> I think I love the show Only Murders in the Building. But I think it has like <laughs> one, you could never record the way that they record. You're the way they record is insane. Oh my God. It's such trash. It's- like he's walking around and he grabs his phone. He's like talking into the note section. I'm like, I it know. would be so garbage. And then all the audio is. I haven't watched it. So that's why I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then they it's just a like have show. a mic. It's a great but show. The There's mic, a mic the in the middle, mic. Of, in the middle then, of a like, room. Whether that they doesn't record have a on carpet. a phone or a boom <laughs> mic or like a condenser mic or whatever mic that is, all their audio sounds exactly the same <laughs> when the clips from the podcast. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, and I'm just like, and they're like, okay, this happened yesterday. Here's a two-hour podcast. Yeah. And I was like, no, you didn't have time to edit that two-hour podcast. With the music and the editing. Right. And <laughs> it was like, I mean, I think that's the thing that people don't get is that editing. Like, I've done minimal editing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tara's always been the rock star between the two of us at editing, <laughs> and I'm just like, it takes me so long to do it mm-hmm. I, it's a lie like you can't just be like well i finished today it's going up in an hour right right i 
it just it kills me whenever I see that. It's it, it, I, I mean I I suspend my my beliefs for you know that forty five minutes or whatever because it's a great show, but it is really mm-hmm. funny. Um, I do love the Tina Fey character of like she's the network like the network backed person, and hers is a little more realistic. At least it's like they have a she's whole in studio. Sound studio and like. <laughs> She would have something out the next day because she has a team of people. That's another right. thing I remind my audience of too. I'm like, I don't have, there's no crew back here. It's me and my cat, and like we're we're it. So like, there's I like my submissions. I my submissions folder is so like beyond behind on submissions, and that's one thing I always have to say. I'm like, I'm the only one reading them, and mm-hmm. I'm not just reading submissions all day every day. I'm also a human being, and I also have to do the show. So. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I feel that. We did the gift exchange. Oh, we do Secret Satan every year. Mm-hmm. And I was just like overwhelmed with the amount of people who were like, where's our stuff? And I'm like, guys, it's me and my computer and yeah. my cats. And I have a full-time job and yeah. and a podcast. And yeah. <laughs> I was running like a golf. It was so crazy. And so it was an insane week. Like, I was, oh my God. Because I work with the legislature or like adjacent to it. Mm-hmm. And so it was the last week of session. So they oh. went to like two o'clock in the, like one o'clock in the morning. Oh, I mean, granted yeah. I didn't that particular time, but like we were out celebrating. Yeah. Late. And then I had to get up the next day and go be a number two person at a golf tournament and like help run it and yeah. then come home and then record a podcast. And I was like, I'm never sleeping. Like literally I was like, I haven't slept in days. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I that's one thing my hat's off to like when I was still had the other job, like those nights where I would be I would do because you usually do a 13 hour day on set. That's like a basic day. And I'd come home and then be up to like four editing. And then my call time would be like six. So it's like I remember very many totally absolutely sleepless nights that were just running on empty. And I'm so glad I did. I actually lost. I don't know. This might not be something you guys have experienced, but I lost a couple, like uh, at least one or two, right? To at least two friendships because of my podcast, because I took it like very mm. seriously. I just mm. had in my mind, I was like, I know this can be something. I know this can be a career. I just saw the momentum that it was getting and I knew it could snowball it into something really solid. And I had a few, a couple of friends who, just did not take it seriously. I mean, they, mm-hmm. you know, again, podcasts were not in their infancy, but they definitely weren't what they are now, especially after right. the pandemic. And I had a few friends who were just like, not understand why, when I would be like, I got to go, I can't hang out. I have to go edit. I have to go do the show. And especially because I wasn't making, really making money at the time, they were just like, what are you doing? Like, who cares about this like dumb little thing? Like, and there was one friend in particular, like she was always late whenever we'd have like coffee or something together. Like I'm talking like an mm-hmm. hour late. And there oh, was God. one day I had been working so much doing background plus the show. And I, I forgot I had like some opportunity with the show coming up where I knew it was going to be a good like jump a good bump in people and she was like 45 minutes late and I was like I can't do this anymore like I can't even meet you for coffee anymore and it was just this really weird I'm not even saying I was even like handled the situation correctly but I that's how I handled it I was just like this is something that I find that I am taking very seriously this is something that's going to be part of my future I can't sit here and wait for you for an hour like my time is precious right now and it was it was just the like you're not really making money off of it and like I don't really get what's the big deal and just a, like a year or so ago, she messaged me because we we you know, we had our little falling out. We didn't really talk anymore. 
And she messaged me something about how like my hobby, how my hobby was doing. And I was like, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, oh she's my like God. still calling it a hobby. And just so like, rude. what a it bitch. Was super, yeah, it was, it. I don't care. Oh my God. I was just like, did you really just call it a fucking hobby? I was like, oh my God. I, like it's my I, it's my career now, but it it's would like, just show that. Tell me was, how you're not paying attention. Right. It would it just showed that like I couldn't, I, and I really couldn't tell from the message because it was over text. It was over oh, like, I feel, Instagram. But it was I like, feel, I feel she knew. I feel this. Bitch yeah. Was I was watching. like, are you, is this a dig because you don't, you think I'm like feigning my success or do you think like you just needed to get that <laughs> in? Like, I don't know. It was just really weird. It was super weird. And like another one, another friend, same thing where she was just like, she literally like got, like lost her mind on me one day because she was just like you need to hang out with me more and like what happens when all of this is gone and you have nothing and it was like really whoa dramatic the pageantry and she's (laughs) someone i met doing background so i met a lot of like a lot of theater kids doing background Mm -hmm. i was not one so that kind of energy was was not really in love with you i was prepared for it (laughs) it might have been she was secretly in love with you and she couldn't get she saw the podcasts (laughs) as her stumbling block the other woman yeah yeah Yeah. i don't think i mean i don't think we really lost any friendships (laughs) i know that my ex-husband really didn't like get it Mm -hmm. i had a boss who we the company was downsizing so when i was being like go was like well now you have time to like focus on you know your little side project oh and I was like, that was literally we, Tara and I had just come back from New York. We had gone to the forensic files opening, oh my like God. had been invited to go. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, shut up. I literally just got invited to something because of my podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's fine. She's a bitter woman. She's a bitter <laughs> old woman. I'm going to call it as it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. She old as fuck now. It is funny though. Podcasting's funny because I have some people who think I'm a millionaire, like Joe Rogan. <laughs> and then I have some people who like are like, you have to have like this isn't what you're doing with your life, right? Like this isn't something. So it's like a weird like <laughs> spectrum of people who like don't understand and which is fine. Podcasting's honestly kind of a secretive world. Like we don't yeah. share our numbers necessarily unless we have milestones, you know? Mm-hmm. And like we don't ever share like no one knows what like an ad pays out and like it's again it's it's a pretty secretive little world it's like streaming services no one really knows what's going on so i get why people have no (laughs) idea but it is really funny because i do get the it's usually younger people who are like who think i'm making bajillions of dollars and i think Mm -hmm. it's because spotify was handing out all those huge paydays to a few podcasters and I was like, well, I wasn't one of them. I just worked there for like you a normal person's salary. You didn't, you didn't get a multi-million dollar deal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, I say that because Tara knows how much like he is literally like, I love Jack Shepard so much. <laughs> so yeah. when he went to Spotify, I was like, oh, dude, I like Apple. <laughs> so it was like a moment. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of it is too, like how TikTok works. A mm-hmm. lot of people think that being like a podcaster or an influencer on a podcast or on a podcast is similar to that of TikTok. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. not because yeah. those people are making like, hu- like those people who are making huge brand deals. Mm-hmm. There's not really like there's a some equivalent in the podcast world, but like not the same whatsoever. Yeah. And I yeah. think people who don't know think it's the same. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. well. You know, I know that sometimes TikTokers get paid way more for their ads mm-hmm. 
than a podcaster gets for the same ad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my coworkers is like, I want to start a podcast with my sister. And she brought over like, you know, those like on Amazon where it's like basically like a buy this for like $40 and it's yeah. like a complete podcasting kit. I was like, don't do yeah. that. Um, I was like, if you're only wanting to do like a little bit, sure. But like, if you're gonna like do something with it, you need to get a better quality mic. Yeah. Because... And I always tell people there are good quality mics for a cheaper price, but those kids, mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, I've never used one, but they just seem like they like just seem like yeah, Plastic-y. yeah. Like yeah. they give off like the. Sometimes I think of them as like the My Little Podcast set. Like, yes, you know, like I think boy. that's why I get the yeah. same vibe, and I think that's because it it re- reminds me of like a kid's kitchen, you know, where it's yeah, because like, mm-hmm. they're always like colorful and matchy and stuff, and mm. it, none of it's really name brand, and it's mm-hmm. I, it, or it's a brand I've never heard of, and right. it's like use something that's affordable right now, a microphone, and then save. For like a good setup, like just, mm-hmm. you know, because you can get a basic, pretty cheap microphone. I mean, honestly, even the Yetis aren't terrible to start with. Like I've told mm-hmm. people to get a Blue Yeti before. You can hack it to sound good enough and then but then save for the better stuff instead of like blowing like half of what your budget would be on this weird little kit thing. Like, right. Like, where you're going to have to upgrade every piece of it now. Now you're going to have to upgrade every part of it, you know? Well, and mm-hmm. a lot of it is like the kit will have like a like a mixing board but yes if it's just you you don't need a mixing board and why like so why spend money on that type stuff and like yeah also you're gonna learn you're gonna have more pieces than you need Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah i've come across several like newer (laughs) podcasters who go all in and they get like a mixing board and things and then they don't know how to use a mixing board right and it's like so what like i mean it's cool you have it maybe you can learn how to use it but like this was not this didn't need to be one of your first purchases because you don't even know how to use it you know Mm mm-hmm so and like you said if it's just you then you don't really really need it unless you're doing some like crazy like i know some of the asmr people i listen to right like, they have mixing mm-hmm. boards they have like all these crazy levels they deal with and like getting mm-hmm. this crisp and blah blah blah. but like if That's you're different. just doing a talking heads <laughs> podcast yeah and what do you need know <laughs> yeah i went on a on a podcast last year and thank god i thank god every day this episode never aired like i don't know what Ooh, happened tea. it was a, it was tea. fine Oh my God, I will. Uh, just like, <laughs> have you ever muted someone on Facebook? Cause you're like, the fuck is your problem? Yes. Person? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Several mm-hmm. times, many times, many times. So basically this is the story. I've I met him on Tinder and then we just decided to be friends. We've, mm-hmm. we never hooked up. We've only met like a couple of times. And one of them was to do the podcast, his podcast. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like a, you know, it's a sex positive podcast, but like his setup was so intense. And you could tell that, like, he had piecemealed, like, he had, like, gone mm-hmm. online and looked at this, and then he had piecemealed it together. He Googled mm. the list of, like, best podcast products 2023. Yeah. Yes. And it was, like, and he had, well, because it was, like, you, like, it was specifically on YouTube. We were talking about it, and I was, like, well, what, like, what's, like, what platforms are you on? He's, like, YouTube. Yeah. And I was, like, for a podcast? You're just on YouTube? <laughs> He's, like, yeah. And I'm, like, no, you have a YouTube show. Mm-hmm not the same yeah and he's like oh okay so i should put them on other podcast like podcasts like platforms i'm like yeah you should (laughs) if you want (laughs) yeah he's like a real estate agent too so he like feels like he has to talk so it's like always on like facebook and instagram and i'm just like i had a weird experience with um someone who 
said they were podcasters, but it was more YouTube. Because I don't think they ever, like, again, this is one I don't think it ever released anywhere audio-wise. And it was, like, a live stream on YouTube, which is fine. But, mm-hmm. like, it was, like, I want to say four people. And then I was the fifth, or maybe I was the fourth. Doesn't matter. One of the guys, halfway through, was, like, bored with the conversation and literally started clipping his nails <gasps> like clipping Ew. His nails. Ew. Not okay. i was yeah i was mortified i was oh, like my god i remember the lie the, <laughs> the the chat i was like i could see the chat and mm. i a few of my listeners who would come there because i had said like oh i'm gonna be on this live stream we're like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. This guy's clipping his nails. Like, this is disgusting. I cannot watch this anymore. Like, I'm so sorry. And it was like, sorry, Shelby, I gotta, I gotta bounce. And like the list, the watch, I had, you know, because I was there, I'd like their their watch numbers were higher than usual because I think I was like one of their first guests, and like it just mm-hmm. like plummeted, and it was just like, and then I was like stuck mm-hmm. there, and I was yeah. like too overly polite to make an excuse to leave, and like. It was like the moment where I was like, okay, I can't just do whatever comes my way. I cannot mm-hmm. just be on whoever's show anymore. I can't just, right. you know, hop on a live stream. But it was like, what is happening? Why are you clipping your nails? Why are you That's clipping your so nails? so gross. And yeah, so it disrespectful. It was. I was waiting too. I was like, okay, any second one of his like co-hosts is going to like send him a DM or like text him and be like, bro, mm-hmm. they were like, yeah, this is something that just happens. Like, it, like it wasn't even acknowledged like that. It was oh weird. I was even waiting for maybe afterwards for like the person who had invited me to be like, I don't know what that was. I'm so sorry. Nothing. It was just like, apparently this is just something that happens. <laughs> just like, wow. Okay, good luck. Maybe you'll find your audience. Good luck. I can't though. And it's always weird. It's like, it was really intense, like going to his, because like he had a whole room set up in his Mm -hmm. real estate office. And because he hadn't, like this dude was like so fly by the seat of his pants type of guy. If I was going to host an event where I knew I was going to have to have people in it, I would go to my office early and like turn on the air conditioning to cool it down because you, a lot of times you can't have the AC running. Mm-hmm. exactly and he did not and he literally just i was like sweating to that so i'm on camera my face is red my makeup Aww. is melting and i'm just like cool this is great i'm talking about my dating experience since my divorce this is super fun and i'm melting yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he... oh my god <laughs> oh Wow. Really hard. Like if he was like, "Do you want to come back on the podcast?" and be like, "I don't think so." No, I'm. You busy. can blame me. You could just be like, "Tara said no." Tara yeah, bad for no. the brand. <laughs> yeah, bad for the brand. Bad for the brand. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, she's I really mean to me. I I asked and she said no, and then she when, threatened when he, me. When he first approached me about it, I asked Tara. I was like, "This is not no, on our yeah. brand." And she was like, no, it's fine. And then I was like, okay, yeah, this was whatever. like, yeah, it was really, and I'm really glad that that episode never aired because honestly, it's so, see, this is the stuff we were talking about. Like, we didn't know what to do. We didn't know <laughs> to not do shows that aren't in our brand. We didn't, we didn't know. We just, I think mm-hmm. it's, I think it's fine to do shows that yeah. aren't in your brand, but like, also like most of his guests aren't mm-hmm. podcasters. Like I was the first podcaster he had on his show. Mm. So I kind of was like, this is not mm-hmm. how like I've, cause I've done other collabs. And so I'm like, this yeah. is not how this feels normally. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, cool. This is, this is really awkward. Yeah. Well, yeah. do you want to do our, our random question? We're asking everybody. Yes. 
Okay. okay. The only rules to this is that you can't have a boat. Okay. A working boat. A, bo- a, working. a working boat or mm-hmm. a working way off. But okay. what would you bring to a desert island? It can be anything. You can bring as much or little, but what would you bring? Oh, I've been watching Naked and Afraid a lot lately. So um, <laughs> you're like, I'm prepared for this. I'm prepared. I would bring a fire starter. I'd bring a metal pot to boil my water in. I would bring clothes. I would not be naked or afraid, or I would probably be afraid, but not naked. And a mosquito net and a machete. Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously that's like, uh, I'd bring my favorite book. But like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love I how it. practical this was because and I love this for them, too. But including our own answers, everyone else has just been like so fucking random. I yeah. just I love that this was like, no. OK, let me play. Like, I'm a very utilitarian person. I very much am. And so like, you know, I am I'm going to be prepared. Uh, Yeah. Pots to boil my water in machete, fire starter, mosquito net. Um, I feel like there was a fifth one. I don't remember what my fifth one was, but clothes, yeah. clothes. Yeah. yeah the, cl- the clothes on my back. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. One of our guests said a stuck or like a run aground, like cruise ship. So it had oh. like all of the stuff. Buffet, like and food stuff. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I was like, but it's going to go bad. <laughs> yeah. Famously, we've seen that happen on cruise ships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The poop ship, that one. Oof. Oh my God. D- during the pandemic where they were like pooping in buckets. Yeah. Ew. Every time someone's like, we should go on a cruise. I'm like, I know. I And they're so cheap too. I can see the appeal. Mm-hmm. I went on one as a teenager. We went from like LA to Mexico and so much fun because I mm-hmm. was young and didn't even think about the dangers. And now that poop ship has happened, I I hesitate. I hesitate. Right. And so many people, I know people who go on cruises all the time and they have, have a blast and they're like, especially mm-hmm. like the Disney cruises and stuff. They're like, ah, oh, it's just oh, the yeah. restaurants and this and that. And again, they're not that expensive relatively to like other types of vacations. And it's like mm-hmm. all inclusive and all this stuff. And I'm like, I can see the appeal. I see it. But I just know I'll be the next poop ship. It'll be me. <laughs> It'll be me. I'll be there. The plumbing won't work. We will be in international waters. Who knows what will happen there? Yeah. No. I'm also really clumsy. And I always think of like, I will be that person who falls overboard. Yes. Oh, there's, it's so high. They can't get you out. You fall over. No, that's it. I mean, I, I just yeah. want to die on the way down. Like, They're I don't. so big. Like, yeah. they just can't. I, ugh. That's the thing. That's another one where it's like, if I fall, like, that's it. You're just. Mm-hmm. Like they, and they, they've yet to make like a, a rescue. Right? Like, yeah. you think they'd be like, cool, we'll stop the ship and like get out one of our like, you know, SEAL Team 6 like type boats mm-hmm. and go get you. Right? But no. I was just watching, um, rewatching uh, the original trilogy of pirates of the caribbean and like you know the first one they find like will turner and he's like floating in the ocean and they go like mm-hmm. pull him out and i'm like you can't do that anymore you can't they, they would just be like bye kid sorry yeah. pirates got you it's too high we can't get you bye <laughs> and there's no like i would think at some point you'd put a net down a net yes something to catch people something <laughs> especially because people are drinking that's another yeah. thing like mm-hmm. i don't trust myself drunk on the deck of a cruise ship Mm-mm. no and one thing i do remember from the one i went on as a teenager was how many dark corners there are i can see why there are a lot of like unsolved mysteries and like murders from cruise ships because yeah. there's a lot of like dark corners that are absolutely like mm-hmm. pitch black corners if you stumble in there and there's someone nefarious there then like that's it that's it and then all these cruise ships pretend they don't have cameras like i think there was one on a disney cruise or something and they're like we didn't have cameras there and it's like you didn't you didn't <laughs> 
<laughs> we do now, but we didn't before. Sorry for the tangent about cruise ships when I'm no. like, no, here's my five things. Yeah. I love it. Oh well, I mean, I brought it up, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no. I recently went out with one of my friends and we like mm. kind of joined a group of women celebrating her birthday. Huh. And they were like, we're going on a cruise. And they invited us. And my coworker, who's like one of my really good friends, was like Googling the cruise they were on. And she's yeah. like, it's so cheap. Jessica, it's like $400. We could go. I'm like, no, I'm not going on a Mexican cruise. Oh, I know. With Some of the ones out of LA, it'll be like $120. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> you're like, you're sleeping under the ship. Yeah. That's a fun beginning to a horror movie, though, being like these random people invited <gasps> us on a cruise and right? we went. like I ended up dead. That's yeah. My mm-hmm. kidneys were taken. You're like, you shouldn't take my organs. I drink too much. <laughs> Good. You met me at a bar. This isn't promising. For right. It's like hostile. But, Those are like bait girls. <gasps> They're like, not really. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Except for like, it was a month and a half. Like it was a mo- over a month and a half away. They're like, come with us. It's a long <laughs> con. Okay. It's, it's a lo- bait. Yeah. They got to map it out. They were literally like, you could They're going to gain your room. trust this whole yeah. time between meeting and going on this boat. And then when you go on the boat, they're like, fuck off, bitch. Bye. They would like, get I'm some takers. Hey girl, with you go on, on a your cruise with us. Go on a cruise I was like, that. I get the whole being drunk and asking, but like the next day my coworker was like, so are you going to go on that cruise? I was like, the fuck I'm not going on that cruise. <laughs> One, I didn't get any of their information. And two, and two I'm not going on a true crime show. show. And I right. know better. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've also like, Tara knows I've made some weird choices and I'm Don't like. Don't make Tara come on and be like, this is how Jessica disappeared. It's everything oh we've God. always said not to do. <laughs> literally <laughs> well thank you so much for joining us tell our listeners where they can find your content you can find my show wherever you get your podcasts and you can find uh the show's social media at scary to sleep on instagram facebook um what's the other one twitter that's not twitter anymore <laughs> and you can find me personally <laughs> at shelby b scott on twitter and instagram we'll be back on monday with another episode bye guys bye bye